0: Welcome to Live Life On Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano from Feliciano Financial Group. In this podcast, brothers and certified financial planner professionals, Jose and Jeff, explain that money is just a tool to achieve the things you want in life, a tool to make the decision to live life on purpose. They draw from years of experience to demonstrate that when your money aligns with your goals, you can live a purposeful life. Because when your vision is clear, your decision is easy.
1: Hello and welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. For you, the listening audience, if you're tuning in just now, maybe this is the first podcast you've ever found of these gentlemen, uh, you're in for a treat. Uh, it's it's going to be an interesting podcast. But this one actually piggybacks off of the previous podcast where the guys talked about planning for the unexpected. And they, they covered a lot, emergency, world events, health issues, uh, things that happen with your loved ones. One of the topics we didn't quite get to or we barely scratched the surface on was job loss. Or forced early retirement, or early retirement, right? I mean, all those things are are really important. So we're going to be continuing with this subject of planning for the unexpected, with specifically talking about employment. Jeff, what are we talking about today? What are we going to cover in that? Because I know it's a big topic.
2: Yeah, it's a big topic, and unfortunately, uh, it's something we see quite a bit. You know, life is one of those things. It's it's so full of the unexpected, and being better prepared for if and when certain things happen. is, is definitely important when you're not just planning for yourself, but for your family and the people that, that you care about. So, you know, to piggyback off of the, uh, the last segment that we had, uh, planning for the unexpected, one of the topics that we weren't able to spend enough time on was in the event that uh, we're into a forced retirement. Uh, maybe the company you work for is downsizing. Uh, maybe they're going through some changes. Maybe they merged. Uh, we saw some things that happened during COVID for a variety of reasons, or maybe you're forced to retire for medical purposes or family situations. But so bottom line, uh, there's some topics that we'll, we'll touch on today. Um, you know, what options do you have? Uh, what do you do if you're offered a retirement package? uh how do you manage the salary gap or what do you do with your retirement your 401k and investments what do you do for medical insurance uh the non financial planning your identity your purpose your budget your housing your income what do you do for taxes what do you do for social security uh but yeah let's we're going to talk about those things today and things that we feel felt found and mistakes most people make and uh hopefully Maybe. So to help just come up with some solutions so people can make smarter choices with money and, you know, accomplish the things that are important to them. Yeah, absolutely. So address I, I think that would address be, the things that are address the things that are important to them.
1: Yeah, I, I think that would be incredibly scary to be forced to retire. I mean, you've got this plan, you're happily working along, and all of a sudden they kind of pull the rug out from underneath you. Um, so I'd love to start back at the top. One of the first things you said are what options do you have? So h- how can you help somebody see options? Because in that moment, I'm thinking they're pretty scared.
3: Uh, options in the retirement area is, you know, should you choose the pension plan or should you take the lump sum retirement plan that they offer you? Some companies offer that to their employees. So really running all all the different scenarios that, uh, you know, what's best for you and your family depends on your your expenses and your cash flow and how much you need during retirement. So And then also factoring in Social Security on top of that. Should you take your Social Security at 62s? 67 65 whatever the age may be but running the cash flow analysis is really one of the most important things uh, part two, a plan and uh, to decide what package you should take and like jeff mentioned what if you only have five years left till retirement what should you do and really just running the numbers and the numbers normally speak for itself
2: and unfortunately it's you know sometimes it's a reality so the only thing you can do is is what steps do you take then uh, in order to make better decisions from that point moving forward. Uh, so typically what you want to request is, is, is there a package? Uh, is there a retirement package? Uh, usually it'll come in a couple of forms. One, there may or may not be an employment package uh, where they give you a severance um, hmm. uh, for six months or I see it sometimes for a year. Uh, they may give you options to whether... Uh, continue to pay you over the course of six months or a year, and you're able to maintain full benefits. Sometimes I've seen them just uh, with the option just to write you a check uh, and you go find something else to do. Uh, But it's very important if you get that uh, to look through it Uh, because it's not just about the money and the severance. It's about how you're going to address medical insurance and the other benefits you may or may not have. Uh, The other thing that you see in those typically in those packages is... You know how are you to address medical insurance now and into retirement uh, both before age 65 and after age 65 Uh, sometimes you see in those packages uh, are you eligible for a pension plan Uh, if so do you take it now Uh, do you take the lump sum do you take it over your life do you take it for with survivor benefits Uh, but usually they'll give you all the options and it's important to think through those options do the math To figure out what's best for me now as well as into the future in addition to if something happens to me which option do I pick or choose that's best for uh, my wife and kids Mm -hmm. and the rest of my family but you know usually when you get some form of a package um, you know you can request those details uh, so that way you can really comb through and make the best decisions you can at the moment
3: and you know, other factors just to consider. You know, what if I only have five years left until retirement? Should I take the package now, or should I wait? So it depends on
1: what mm-hmm. your
3: situation is, and then other decisions you got to make. What, what if my spouse is, you know, got preexisting conditions, and you know, how is the health insurance going to carry out if she's only 58 or 60 years old? So you've got to consider those things, and and those are situations that people need to think through, and and then we have to run the numbers on the health side. Besides. Uh, how the pension is going to work and, and the retirement plan is going to work out compared to what your expenses are and what your cash flow that you're going to need uh, based on your lifestyle, um, the numbers normally speak for itself.
1: Yeah. And if you do, I mean, if, if you've got five years left to retirement, how do you handle it? I know that you, Jeff, you mentioned the salary gap. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. You've got a gap of five years that you had planned on being able to work still. Um, what are some suggestions there?
2: Boy, you got to think it through. I'm, I'll never forget uh, there's a big corporation here in Tyler where we live. And, um, you know, at the, I remember distinctively back in 2007, um, you know, they had a big merger, the stock price or the stocks broke in two different companies. And then, um, you know, at the end of 2007 was kind of the start of the financial crisis. And I think rolling into 2008 and first part of 2009, the markets were down 50, 60%. Uh-huh. And the, the thing I distinctively remember is back then, you know, not only was the company going through a reorganization, um, but they went through a, a layoff as well. And one of the stocks uh, was trading in the fifty dollars a share, and it went down to twelve. One of the wow. other stocks that it spun off was at fifty something a share, went down to eight. You know, so that was a you know a very tough time for a lot of people. Uh, but it is, there were some things to learn from in there that, uh, you know, would, would put people in a better situation uh, that we learn from and, and to th- things to think through. So, you know, the, the biggest one is the retirement and in investments. You know, what do you do with your retirement? I think there's two parts. Uh, there's one going through a situation like that is you want to make sure you're not too concentrated in company stock. You have to be diversified because... You know, uh, as bad as it was in 08, 09, you know, if you look at those stock prices of that particular company, they were down 70, 80%. So definitely worse than what the overall market did. Mm. You know, number two, make sure that there are some cash reserves set aside uh, that gives you a little bit of time that you can use. You know, and number three, maybe it's a smart idea to save a little bit of money, not everything in the 401k. Maybe we should create a Roth and some other vehicles that we can save and put money into that gives us a little bit of flexibility if we need money. Right. The other thing, um, you know, how do you manage that salary gap Uh, to a big degree? It depends on how old you are. You know, uh, can you get another job? Can you work full-time? Can you work part-time? What if in between you have to rely on the 401k, uh, the retirement savings and investments in order to supplement the difference? And, uh, you know, what most people don't realize is it depends on how old you are. Uh, But there is a rule that if you're 55 and over and you separate from service, well, you can take a one-time distribution uh, from a uh, 401k before you roll it to your own individual retirement account, uh, and you avoid that 10% penalty. They'll withhold taxes, uh, but they won't withhold a penalty for a one-time distribution. Mm. So maybe we do take out a six months worth or a year's worth if we need to. Um, but, yeah, it, it just depends on age because any money that you take typically outside of those exceptions uh, is subject to a 10% penalty for being under 59 and a half.
1: Yeah.
3: I think and you, I would well, add, some, some people, what's amazing is that when, when people are receiving a retirement package and they're in a the situation that they're forced to retire or they, the company downsized, sometimes it turns out to be the best thing that ever happened to that family because they end up doing what they really want to do. Uh, they end up, you know, getting into real estate or getting into an area that that they're really strong at. And we've had a lot of success stories from, from companies that it had forced people to find the best version of themselves. And so it's just not downsize. is not always a negative thing. It, it is a negative thing sometimes, but it does sometimes turn out to be a great thing for families.
1: So tell me about, tell me one of those situations. Give me an example. Well, for
3: example, you know, somebody uh, ended up uh, b- purchasing a couple of real estate properties and really loved real estate. He loved, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 upgrading homes and uh, ended up uh, selling homes. And that was his unique ability. And he just loved to, to do repairs and so forth. And he, he, he did what he loved to do every day. And so he felt like he wasn't working, but he ended up doing better than, what he did when he was working for a corporation. So, you know, sometimes you hear the downside of stories, but there are great stories of people getting into areas. Sometimes these situations force you to, to really reevaluate, rethink about what you really want to do in life. And you, you, you make the investment in yourself and, and go make it happen.
1: So the gentleman that, that got into real estate, how did he finance that without well, having a job?
3: Well, he had a, a great reserve. He always, he was a saver. It forced him to get into purchasing some rental properties. He was really good at uh, renovating them. And uh, next thing you know, he just took his, you know, one became two and two became three and it takes time to to get there. But uh, people start to do what they're passionate about. And uh, it's amazing, Um, you know, people's work becomes somebody else's play when they're really passionate about it.
1: Hmm. Okay, you guys have brought up retirement investments a little bit. I know that you've barely scratched the surface of it, um, but if somebody is forced from their job, either early retirement or or maybe they're fired, that's very unexpected. Now they have a maybe a four hundred one k. What do they do with it?
2: You know, so so one we have to think through. You know, do we need any of the any of the money? Do we need it to cover a shortfall to provide a little bit of income now, or is it something that uh, we know we don't need now, but Uh, We need to do something with it for down the road. So what most people do is they'll roll it to your own personal individual retirement account. Uh, So that way you're in control. Uh, You're in control of your investments. You're in control of your distributions. Uh, It becomes yours individually. Uh, With the new laws, uh, sometimes we find that people early on, uh, when they're saving money inside their 401k, they may have pre-tax money. Uh, They may have a little bit of after-tax money as well. So what we find is we make sure first, uh, what is the distinction between the two? And then you want to make sure that there's any after-tax money. uh, Usually you can pull those out and the check payable directly to uh, the employee with no taxes. Hmm. Uh, Or if... We don't need it. We can have it paid directly to the Roth IRA, so that way it continues to grow tax-deferred and later on down the road tax-free. Um, and then anything pre-tax rolled to your own personal IRA. And I think the key is just following the direct rollover rules, so that way we don't pay any taxes on money unless we absolutely have to.
1: All right. Is there anything else that you need to discuss or need to share with the audience about retirement investments and what happens uh, when you do leave your current employment? Well, one anything? thing about yeah.
3: yeah, one thing about rolling it over to your own IRA, uh, you could customize it to what you're trying to accomplish, and you've got a world of investments instead of just being limited to what you're being mm-hmm. offered through your employer.
2: Yeah, and you're and yeah, and you're right. I mean, just you got to know what your options are. Um, But they do have steps that you can take that you can roll to your own individual retirement accounts. You can roll pension plans, lump sums, cash balance plans. Uh, But the IRS does make it uh, easy for you uh, to roll those out, take those with you um, and do it in a fashion of or and do it without having to pay taxes on the rollover.
1: Got it. All right. Well, that's helpful. We don't we don't want to pay taxes any more than we have to, uh, for sure. And and I'm assuming this this is obviously a little bit self-serving. This is your guys's podcast, um, and your you know your advisors. I'm assuming that people that are in this situation now that they have kind of a, a broader uh, group of things that they can invest in, they need to be talking to you guys, right?
3: Absolutely. I mean, there's so many. Uh, different options that you really have that you just need, need to be aware of. So we'll give you our contact at the end of the show. And, and if you need us, just, just give us a call.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's great. All right. Um, medical benefits. I, I know that there's, I don't know a ton about it, but I know that like my benefits are through my wife because she works at a, an organization that has great benefits. Um, if she were to be forced to early retire or terminated or her, you know, her downsized, whatever it was, we'd have to figure that out. What, what are some options for us you
2: know medical falls in two parts um you know what do you do when you're under 65 mm-hmm. and what do you do when you're over 65 and you're able to get on medicare and and obtain medicare supplements so you know i think the first step is uh, see what kind of benefits are offered through uh the company uh there's always cobra um, sometimes there's a retiree medical you can jump on or you may have to go and and address it out in the marketplace on the exchanges and uh but it's, it's it is one of the biggest line items as far as expenses go in a budget and it is one of those things that has to be addressed um, but you know we just it's good practice just to compare all the options both through work and individually in order to uh, make a the best decision for you and your family
1: yeah absolutely and obviously, somebody's finances are going to be changing immensely if they, if they lose their job or they're forced to retire early. Um, you, you said something earlier about non-financial planning. Uh, what, does that, what does that entail? I mean, I'm kind of confused by that statement.
3: When you have your supervisors been supervising for 30 years, I mean, some people that when they're out of work, they kind of lose their identity and adjusting to the to the uh, new world, uh, you know, people have to uh, reevaluate. I mean, they go through a, it. Uh, you know, it has an impact on people's lives, and so um, people kind of sometimes lose their identity. They, yeah, you know, maybe lose a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. And you know, to um, you know, and, you know, as life coaches, I would say is you know, we, What's fun in in my world is, I I, I love to, uh, get people to look at things a different way and um through a process of asking questions you know to find out what your purpose is and and we like to put things on paper because when your visions are clear your decisions are easy and uh, some people find themselves that they don't see a way out but then when we show them a, a plan based on what they want to accomplish uh, is really a um it's not just the investments only it's it's in all areas of planning and mm-hmm. so you know, motivating, inspiring, motivating people to take, be proactive and take action, I think is a, um, it's not just in, in the form of money, it's in the form of uh, being too. So I published a book called Passion for Possibilities, you know, be do have, be the person you want to be and do the things you want to do and you'll have what you want to have. And I think sometimes we lose our identity and and uh, finding yourself and, and uh, stretching yourself. And when you get back to a corner, it's amazing what, it allows people to be the become the best version of themselves and they don't realize it at the time. But a lot of times, you know, we get comments, you know, it's the best thing that ever happened, you know, and
2: quite frankly, I mean, it's scary. I mean, yeah. you know, all this security that you had and then all of a sudden it's not there, uh, whether it's medical or downsizing or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And, you know, that lack of clarity, that lack of, um, you know, security, it's, uh, um it's, it's it's it can be a very scary thing so you know sometimes it does create a little bit of peace of mind of you know hey let's get it on paper uh, what does life look like let's take an inventory of the retirement plans other assets what does debt look like what does our mm-hmm. emergency reserve look like what does insurance look like uh, let's get it all on a piece of paper all right what are we going to use to pay bills for the next three to six months or a year uh, what can we cut out? What can we do here? What can we do there? And sometimes it just creates a little bit of a peace of mind that, hey, you know what? Um, it's it's very uncomfortable, uh, very nerve-wracking, very scary, but, you know, we do have some assets. We can make some adjustments here and there. We can work part-time until we find something a little different or better, and we're going to be okay.
3: I think running the numbers, yeah, you know, just running the numbers and and showing them that they're they're in great shape and everything that they save for, you know, uh, they're okay. I mean, I think that's a, uh, people want to know, I mean, can I outlive my money? Uh, how long will my money last? Should I take social security at 62, 63, 64? How does that affect uh, my game plan? Um, um, you know, now they find themselves having this time and they go, wow, what, did I, you know, I could go travel and do the things that I really wanted to do. and. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's a process. It's, it's not, uh, you just deal with the cards that are dealt, make the best hand and, uh, find out exactly where you're at and making sure that we allocate assets, that you have the highest probability of achieving what you want to achieve, and then making sure that we're looking at all the unexpected, uh, situations that can come up and then go live life on purpose. Now
2: you do, try to make the best decision you can in the moment.
1: Yeah. Yep. You touched on Social Security again, and I want to hone in on that. Um, when somebody is in the situation, what do they need to be considering, you know, when it comes to Social Security specifically?
2: Uh, you know, there's a lot of factors with that. I mean, the earliest you can take it is 62. Uh, the latest is, what, 70, 70 and a half. Um, you know, and it goes up basically 8% a year the longer you wait. Uh, but it, it depends. It depends if you're still working or you're not working. Is your spouse working? Is she not working? Do you have any health problems? Um, but there's uh, what does life expectancy look like? You know, there's there's a lot of factors that goes into that. Uh, I wish there was a very easy cookie cutter answer. But, mm. you know, Social Security is one of those things that it really depends Um You know, because the problem with taking it early sometimes, especially if you're continuing to work, is you may put yourself in a situation to where Social Security gets reduced. A dollar for every two dollars earned above the the threshold. You know, so if uh, it's it's just one of those things that do we know what the options are? What do we get at 62 compared to? 65 66 70 and with all the other data that goes into our financial lives what's the best decision we can make at the time
3: and the income that you you know we have to factor taxes and everything so just like jeff just pointed out if you take it out at 62 and you earned other income you're going to to pay taxes on the benefits that you receive or a portion of it so you have to consider that and then of course you know if you do pass away one thing that we would like to note is that you know if if the husband is getting two thousand dollars a month in Social Security and the wife's getting a thousand dollars a month that if they've been married over ten years and something does happen to the husband that the wife will get the greater of the two so those are things that you know little things that people are not aware of so um, uh, considering all the ins and outs and the income that you uh, withdraw from what assets so we can put you in a lower tax bracket because there are some health benefits or subsidies that uh, you can uh, get uh, by just what buckets of money you're getting distributions from. Mm -hmm. So we have to factor taxes and everything.
1: All right. Yeah, that's, again, this has been a great podcast. You've definitely filled the time with just this one issue of retiring early or being, you know, being forced to retire. Um, There's a lot to consider. And again, it sounds to me like you guys really just scratch the surface on social security specifically is that something that you guys would be willing to do a podcast about
3: yeah i think that would be very important and people need to be aware about what the options are in social security no doubt
1: yeah i think they've got a lot of questions and there's i've heard and I, i could be throwing out the wrong number but i've heard there's hundreds of ways to file for social security and if if i'm supposed to just know which one to choose or how to do it I think that I'd get a little bit lost, so I'd, I'd love to have a podcast with you guys and and have you teach us the listening audience um, what what the best way is and you know for certain people's situations.
3: You know, we can combine that with Medicare, Medicare supplements, Part A, Part B. Oh yeah, those type of things that uh, people when they do turn sixty five, like like Jeff said, there's two parts to it. Either, you know, before sixty five and after sixty five, and what should you do? And and some people you know make the mistakes of the prescription drug card, so we can cover that too.
1: All right. Sounds like a plan. Any closing thoughts for today's podcast?
3: No, I was just going to say I really enjoy the topics and, uh, you know, people do get to a situation where they're forced to retire and, you know, what do you do when you've you got five years left and and people just have a lot of questions and they're not sure and some, uh, I just believe that they, they, people should consider a holistic planning firm that, cause, because all, every decision you make with money impacts something else so not only that you have to consider investment planning but you know what happens if you're not here uh what is it tax mm-hmm. ramifications of everything that i want to do uh, insurance what should i consider you know the, in that area and then of course estate planning um i think it's just so important to address these issues you know way in advance
2: yeah, that's a good good point, Jose. I think that the only thing that I'll end with is, you know, life is full of surprises. Um, you know, so planning for the unexpected is a good practice. Um, you just want to try and, you know, make sure your contingency plans are in place. Uh, you do think these things through and, you know, try to make the best decisions at the time, you know, because it's, it's one thing about life. It, it always changes uh, and, and it, it can be a challenge.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I'm not the pro here. I, I know enough to say this. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, I, you know, I, I need to make sure that I'm taken care of, uh, that my plan is correct and that uh, you know I've, I've got these contingency, contingency plans in place, you need to reach out to Jeff and Jose. Can one of you give the contact information again so they can get a hold of you?
3: FelicianoFinancial.com and it's 903-533-8585.
1: All right. Guys, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate all the time I get to spend with you. I learn something new every time, and I hope the audience does as well. And of course, our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Live Life on Purpose podcast with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when the guys come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you for listening today. For everyone at Feliciano Financial, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live life on purpose.
0: Thank you for listening to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Feliciano Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Lion Street Financial does not offer legal or tax advice. Please speak to a professional regarding your individual circumstance.